Alrighty, hello everyone and welcome back to The Reformed Dissenters, the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical worldview. My name is Bruce Johnson, joined of course by my brother Jacob Johnson. Hello everybody. And we are also joined by AJ, and I forgot to ask you this before the show. Would you mind pronouncing your last name so that I don't completely butcher it in front of our audience? <laughs> yes, it's pronounced Trenopole. Trenopole. So, okay. I way yes. overcomplicated that in my head, and I don't know why. So thank you. AJ Trenopole, uh, who goes to my church, and we got discussing some really cool things, and um, we're super excited to have him here. So thanks so much for joining us, AJ. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. So um, today we are going to be, this is Discussion Topic Friday, so obviously we are going to be discussing things. And our discussion today actually is uh, happens to do two different things. One, it is the next installment, if you will, in our Building a Christian Culture series. Um, we have been putting that series together over the last couple months. I think we started it just after we got back from the Knoxville, Tennessee conference, uh, Fight Life Feast conference last year. And uh, we met tons of people there and we were like, hey, this is really cool. I wonder if we can talk to all these Christians who are in all these different industries about what it means to take all those industries and, and build a Christian culture using them. And so the one industry that we haven't talked about yet is sports. But we've also talked a little bit about sports in general. Uh, we talked about it a few weeks ago. So we're continuing that conversation, but we're also adding to our Building a Christian Culture series. So super excited. Um, and in a moment, you in the audience are going to understand why we have AJ here, because he is the perfect person to contribute to this conversation. So before we get into all of that, though, we have to do what we always do, which is talk about our verse of the week. And our verse or passage really this week is Psalm chapter 47, verses 6 through 8. So three verses for our verse of the week segment. Yeah, that makes total sense. Anywho, uh, this passage reads, sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our king, sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with the psalm. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. And again, that's Psalm 47, verses 6 through 8. So we talked a lot about this all throughout the week. So if you missed our Monday and Wednesday episodes, check those out. Um, but this verse, this passage is yet another reminder about the kingship of Christ. The, the kingship of Christ is not limited to one area of life. It is not just a, well, there's the... the sacred world is on Sunday and the secular world happens throughout the week. So let's separate those two things. And uh, I can go to church on Sunday, call myself a Christian, and then live just like the rest of the world throughout the rest of the week and everything's fine. Nope. That's not how this thing called Christianity works. <laughs> that's not what it means to be a Bible believing and Bible following Christian. The uh, especially verses like this should remind us that Christ is king of everything. That includes work, that includes auto mechanics, that includes science, that includes music, and especially today, that includes sports. So let's discuss the topic of sports. I'm going to read off a brief brief bio of AJ uh, Tre Trenopole. Very did good. I get it? Yes. Yep, you're getting this. Just need to say it like a hundred times and then, and then I'll be good. Yep. It's just, um, just like it's spelled. So, <laughs> just like it's spelled. Okay. All right. Yep. Great. <laughs> Don't let it throw you. Um, so, 
Uh, he sent me a brief bio. After playing high school basketball at the highest level in Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock. That. There we there go. There it is. Lubbock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, AJ moved to Rapid City to attend South Dakota School of Mines. He enjoyed a record-breaking college career as a hard rocker. And now he's accumulated over 15 years of experience in skill instruction, coaching, and consulting. Super cool. Uh, he currently represents Kingdom Sports Ministry, which is how, why we have him on the show today, uh, on the campus of his alma mater. And uh, they train coaches and athletes to compete biblically, which is super, super cool. I'll include the rest of this up on screen if you're interested in the rest of his bio there. So, uh, AJ, thank you so much for joining us. I, I'd love to kick it off. Tell us a little bit more about kingdom sports ministry how did this get started what is it what's your involvement in it and just like talk about yeah. it what, what are what are some of your favorite parts about this this ministry this ministry um is formed and founded by um a couple guys out of omaha nebraska um, gordon Teeson and uh, ron brown um, ron brown is a, a very well-known football coach at the university of nebraska um, for those um, listeners that might know that, but also <laughs> there's the sports world of people that um, that know that world, and then there's those that don't. Um, hmm. And he created Kingdom Sports as a way to be his ministry platform in the world of sports. Um, nice. To like, platform doing sports God's way. Um, That's awesome. There is a, a book that was written... Um, called The Handbook for Athletic Perfection um, by an author, Wes Neal, um, which I would encourage people to kind of look at that. Um, kind of written, breaks things down into really topical ways on how to sports and athletics coincides with biblical truths. Um, because he was searching as a young Christian, how does this line up with what I do as an athlete wow. and competing at the highest mm -hmm. level? And when he was looking for materials on how to do it, um, there wasn't. And so he made the materials and he did the research. And so, um, and that book is called The Handbook for Athletic Perfection by Wes Neal. And that book was super impactful for Ron Brown and Gordon Teeson. And so the resources that Kingdom Sports has is a lot of Bible study resources and then um, the Doing Sports God's Way model, um, which can be found on the website and stuff at uh, kingdomsports.online. So, nice. And we'll, awesome. we'll I guess, kind of go into some of those questions if you guys have that. But yeah, that's a quick bio and then yeah training yeah. coaches how to coach biblically but also how to the athletes as well there's a lot of things and i think your verse kind of hit things right on the head there and it's kind of cool that it goes into the kingdom aspect of of mm. christ being our king so amen yeah yeah that's really cool yeah so one of the things <clears throat> and i'll kind of let jake take over here in a minute um one of the things we were really talking about 
on our Friday episode quite a few weeks back was this whole idea of sports being something that the, the Bible actually does pertain to. And uh, what did we call that episode, Jake? It was a uh, sports uh, t- biblical tool or modern distraction, something like that. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, I don't know if you had, a, I think AJ, you mentioned on yes. Sunday or something, you might yep. be able to listen to that or give that a listen. Um, <clears throat> what were, did, did you have any thoughts coming out of that episode that you might disagree with, like our take on it? Um, and then in a second, I'll pass it over to Jake uh, just to discuss that a little bit more. But but if you had any quick thoughts. Well, like, those. it's just a <clears throat> a very common thing in, in the world that we have that everything becomes a distraction. Hmm. But yeah. sports in itself is a very self-gratifying field very easily. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, and you mean you can get like self, you can get so enveloped in your own personal image, so enveloped in like you and focused on, on yourself that um, that kind of becomes an idol? It's, or? it's because, in, because the, the focus is winning mm. um, in the secular sense, like the, the one that is put on the pedestal and the one at the top of the level is always the one that has won on the scoreboard. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think that's spilled over and, too into like politics. Some of the things right. we discussed, um, especially right. on on Monday, were like, "Hey, we have this. We just got to win." Attitude at all costs. You know, vote for the lesser of two evils. It doesn't matter. We just we just got to win. That's what's important, as opposed to it, well, no principles, building the kingdom like that takes precedence sometimes. You know? it, it's a very carnal um, mindset of I yeah. mean, one kingdom winning over another even Mm. you know conquering another a brother i mean killing his brother because he was jealous um even back to genesis you know like um regardless of him being worthy or not he took that upon himself to win that fight and to kill regardless of his outcome being rejected so those type of sinful outcomes um and then being praised for it and then seeking praise for those things and then being also told that you're good or seeking that validation over and over again those distractions come in and i think that comes into every realm of life but sports in particular is very easy to seek that validation because it's so easily given in sports when someone succeeds. Yeah. Um, And then also, I guess the vice versa, when someone doesn't succeed in sports, it's all, it's taken away from them very, very quickly. So anyone that has like a very driven mindset, um, they are driven so hard to succeed. Um, And those you see those people in professional sports. That's why, I mean, Michael Jordan might be one of the greatest examples of that. Um, Why they just they can't they can't compel themselves almost to even lose. You know, like there's Mm. that. Yeah. (laughs) That yeah. They can't do it, and they're you know I don't even know if they would. They're like I don't know if I could function as a human if I lose and those type of things. So right right. and there's, I guess, that would become a distraction, and it's not biblical. That's not biblical um, 
to to live your life that way. Um, yeah. However, we'll we'll get into the scriptural backings of um, how to do it in a way that does honor God and and go yeah. from there. That sounds so, great. Yeah. I think Jacob. Immediately, immediately after hearing all of that, I would want to hear your take on having a biblical view of competitiveness. Um, Absolutely. And that and that um, at least from my take and my perspective, I do believe that having a sense of competitiveness is biblical, but what, what in a sense would be your take on competitiveness from a biblical level? Absolutely. So, um, we've I've ran into this several times now. So what is the outcome of conforming to Christ? I guess, what are things that come out when we are seeking after Christ and becoming more like Jesus. Any any ideas? <laughs> you what get a meek spirit. Like? You get self control. You yeah. get um, yeah. All of those right? fruits of the spirit so, that are listed in fruits of the spirit. Yeah. Yep. Fruits of the spirit. So, in the competitive mindset, um, as a teammate, I am going to love my teammate by being thankful to be with my teammate. I am going to push him to also do his best next to him mm-hmm. so there is that love and friendship aspect of being a part of a team that compels someone to have joy competing through that so it comes down to what is your goal mm. so if your competition <laughs> is to win say score more points than the other team if that is the goal, that is simply an earthly goal. And what is our victory in Christ? The victory is already won. Christ has already died, rose, resurrected. The victory on the scoreboard is irrelevant to our victory <laughs> in Christ. So if our competitiveness is not done in that already. Context. If our competitiveness is not already done through victory, like if the victory is not already won, then we are all through selfish gain. And that's also extremely difficult in practice because most people haven't done it in practice. Hmm. Um, it would be very easy. So here's a practical sense I can, Jacob, I'll ask you. So now that we've talked about it, I can say, all right, so now let's go out on. Have you played sports, Jacob? I any, when any I was sport? Younger. Yes, baseball. Okay. Oh yeah, baseball. All right, Lacrosse, so yeah. we're gonna go out on on the baseball field, and you're gonna I'm gonna be the hitter. You're you're gonna be the pitcher, and you're gonna throw a pitch, and then I'm gonna ask you afterward, did you give glory to God in what you did with that pitch? <laughs> I would, I would kind of say yes. Did okay. I did I do did I do what did I do the best I can? Did I do that with a happy spirit? Did I do it with a a kind spirit? Did I do right. it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that. so the hard part is is you can say that now, but once we get out there and we do it after the action, and I ask the question, most of the time the answer is I didn't consciously think about that. 
and mm -hmm. and that part is the part in sport that is is difficult to consciously do without mm. the the fundamental practice of it and that people don't walk through and that takes coaching and and fundamental practice so yeah. and a practicality really to it so, so if you had to sum up um what it looks like for a a uh, sport to be Christianized, right? Um, I guess, throughout, yeah. Throughout this series, uh, Building a Christian Culture, we talk about redeeming parts of society for Christ, right? Mm -hmm. We ask, first, we ask the question, is this part of society redeemable? And then sure. we say, if it is, how do we redeem it for Christ? How does it come back from what it is now, secular? How does it become Christianized, right? Because Psalm 101, you know, Christ says all the all of his enemies are being yeah. conquered right now. The world is being Christianized. Okay, so let's ask the first question. First part of that, is sports redeemable? From your yes. perspective, what would you say? Yes, okay, that's, that's great. Um, so if it's redeemable, since we say that it's redeemable, what, what does it look like for sports now to be redeemed in a, in a, in a Christian way, what, in a, in a world where Christ is King, which he is, and that is visible everywhere, right? What does sports look like and how does it fit into that larger society? Um, there's a lot of questions. There. I know. Pick, pick I know. any of those threads. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I know that I sent you the clip about the interview for the Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, uh, women's softball team that won the national championship this year. Yeah, it we takes, can include that tweet in the description below as well for anyone who's interested. It it takes a an unnatural sense of what God has done to us eternally and what our mm -hmm. hope is in, and that we're really not complete competing for the earthly scoreboard and that is completely contrary to earthly sports yeah and secular sports like it and it would be and it is completely different like the answers that those women give is completely contrary to the answer the reporter is expecting when asking <laughs> even the question about joy right yeah so even yeah. The, even the secular view of a concept like joy is is warped yeah in the view of competition mm -hmm. so when we how do we i mean i guess the bigger question is can we can competition be redeemed hmm <laughs> Right. Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of different ways. And I mean, we have the verses run the race as to win, you know, I mean, yeah. I guess it's a lot of ways taken really out of good. context. But however, you know, Christ yeah. took the cross to Calvary without sinning, Yeah, physically picked it up and carried it and and did that physical act out of love and compassion self-sacrifice all these things physically mm -hmm. carrying this burden for someone else in mind doing it and that's obviously taking a a huge picture out of that but but 
but conforming yeah. to Christ and having that front of mind, if I want to be like Christ and what I'm doing in my daily life and what sports allows us to have a, um, a, I guess a constant parable of our life. We get these little snapshots of, of games, sports, you know, of mistakes and of a lack of perfection yeah. Um, sports is very easy because it's, it's impossible to be perfect. Um, even in like baseball, you, you, somebody says, Oh, they pitched a perfect game. Well, how perfect was it really? Mm -hmm. Did they do exactly, exactly right. what they wanted to do? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's called a perfect game, but it's not exactly <laughs> perfect. So, yeah, you know, it's still that parable of, all these different things you could look back on and still repent and confess and mm -hmm. and give glory to God in in, in that confirmation yeah. of Christ. Or, so so you kind of touched on it there. Um, I'd love to know where you see sports fitting into um, the life of a Christian on both sides. And I say both right. sides. I mean the the person in it and the person the people observing it. Right. So. Right. For the people who are in it, let's start there. The competitors, the people who are on the team competing in the sport. What, how does sports help them in their Christian walk? Like, is it just an outlet? Is it just, okay, I was sitting, you know, I had a desk job or whatever, or even right. I had, I'm an auto mechanic and I didn't get to run and use my legs all day and I'm a guy and I have to do that. Like, <laughs> it's part of my nature. That's how God created me. Is it just that? Or does it also give you more? Does it teach you teamwork? Does it teach you how to work well with others around you? Does it teach you how to uh, be competitive in the right way? What, like, how do you see, I, like, what are the benefits of it? How does it fit I in? think it comes down to coaching and, and culture. Hmm. You, you could, it could be a detriment in many ways, I think, in the last, <laughs> your, your talk last time. And it could be a detriment in the same way that, I mean, any sin could be in selfishness, like lead somebody down a path that could, I mean, ruin them if they if they just pursued victory the whole way through. Right, right. Um, and so, I but, guess I kind of lost track with that, but <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but like if it if it were done well, right? What if it were are done, if it were done well, I mean, I don't. I mean, sports isn't necessary in any way. <laughs> and which is it, it's to be honest like it's i mean when west neil wrote that book like there's a reason why there's not any other resources written yet mm. you know like it's a very modern cultural yeah. thing that we have in even in just united states of america i mean we have soccer but the way that it's been the explosion of all of this youth coach sport everything it's everywhere in the united states yeah yeah like every big, single family i mean i have a six-year-old and everybody's asking is what is he playing sports is he playing sports and i'm like <laughs> i don't why does my six-year-old need to be on a travel team like <laughs> you know right. like this isn't yeah. that important here you know yeah um, and you're saying that as someone who does this for a living, basically. Right, right. And so <laughs> there, there's a huge, there's a huge disconnect, like you're bringing up, between how is this done biblically and how is it done, like as an observer, even. 
yeah. there's the fanaticism. I mean, there's a reason why fans are called fans, right? Right. Right. <laughs> and that mm-hmm. fanatic part, yeah. that portion of yeah. the followers and all that yeah. goes into it. And right. how do we become that fanatic for Christ mm. in a way? What do all those fruits of the spirit come out? And that's kind of, yeah, you know, ultimately, if we're doing something in the way that God wants us to do it, those are the things that come out. And yeah. it will look different if it's right. done in a way that's honoring God. Yeah. And it will. And people will ask questions hmm. like, why does this look different? I mean, and there's so many scriptures that talk about that, like they will they will know you by your actions. Right. And they will ask questions and they'll be like, why is this different? Yeah. Why, why are you so happy yeah. when when you just lost, hmm. you know, you should be defeated, you know, like you just, I don't know. I mean, all these certain tragedies take place. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that that is one of the things about sports that um, there's a reason why there's so many movies made about sports and all that type of thing. There's a there's a storytelling that happens with sports. And like I said about the parable part of it, like there's things that come and go so quickly and the microcosms that it kind of, it, it's a, you get all these quick snippets of what life is like up and down very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, like success and failure a lot. Yeah, and how do you yeah. react and go from there? Like, and to bring it back a little bit, um, also sports is something that you can't do your whole life. Like, it's very, yeah. it's very fleeting in in your sports career. Like, I mean, I'm right. 36 years old, and I mean, my playing career is pretty much done. Like, mm-hmm. what am I physically able to do after this? Like, it's it's such a short window yeah. of, of the young man's and woman's life. And yeah. um, I, w- I was able to go to a training over Memorial Day. Um, and something that Kingdom Sports does focus on quite, quite heavily is, is Christian worldview. And how we, we want to make sure that we have the right perspective moving into the conversations that we have about sports. Cause if that isn't, if that lens isn't correct, then that yeah. obviously kind of warps what you're moving into. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that Ron was bringing up constantly was um, we want to be a referee and not a cheerleader. <laughs> um, and I guess that means that you, you call out the truths and the balls and the strikes for what they are. And not um, simply um, being a roller coaster of emotion yeah. of a fan. So, mm-hmm. as a parent, if your child is playing when they shouldn't be playing, say they're not as talented or as skilled as the other the other kids on the team. However, mm-hmm. maybe parents are better friends with the coach. I mean who knows like there's a lot of different scenarios where maybe one kid plays over another on the youth level and politics who knows like there's so many different things (laughs) 
can can that parent biblically, you know, take a step back and have that conversation with their son or daughter and like, all right, hey, you know, this is a fortunate situation for you. And how do how do those conversations get handled as a Christian parent? Yeah. And yeah, really instead of praising someone when they don't, right, and like puffing someone up and not yeah. being humble and meek mm-hmm. yep. in those situations. And I think that's a, a big part of that culture, sports, sports yeah. culture. And, and I'd imagine yeah. also learning how to take that feedback, constructive criticism mm-hmm. and all that. Right. Well, right. we have about two minutes left. Um, okay. So if you have any final thoughts you want to add, um, that would be awesome. We can end it here as well. But uh, we'd love to hear any final thoughts if you want to leave people with. um, If they wanted to check out uh, Kingdom Sports, definitely plug that. Whatever else you'd like to plug, tag those books again too because I think that'd be great. Yeah. So Wes Neal is um, somebody that you should look up. I mean, he's even writing um, some curriculum for some colleges and stuff. I know a university in California, Masters University, um, does a great job with that kind of um, Christian worldview and sports. Nice. Um, that's awesome. And so I got to hear some of them speak. I know that's John MacArthur portions there. Mm. Okay. And someday I might get to meet him with some of my Kingdom Sports stuff. So maybe. Cool. And... Yeah, thank you guys for letting me talk so much. I know Jacob has lots of <laughs> That's questions. That's why you're here. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, and then um, I guess I'll plug my – so School of Mines. It's a school in Rapid City, best engineering school in the country. I'll say that. <laughs> and then we're ready for another school year, just ministering to these college athletes and students. That's great. It's um, good work. And just building them up, discipling them yeah. so that they can, you know – duplicate that as they go out into the world so yeah that's awesome sweet well aj thank you so much for joining us today i know we've been trying to book this conversation for quite a while now so it's good to <laughs> yeah have we've been talking about it have so you on appreciate yeah, it this, this has been great um and thank you all in the audience so so much for watching or listening to us today we really really appreciate that don't forget to share this episode with as many people as you can find us on facebook instagram gab rumble all the places where free speech thrives and doesn't uh check out our show website trdshow.net you can also send us an email trdshow at protml.com and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you on wednesday when we come back yet again or monday i forgot what day it was on monday (laughs) when we come back and discuss current events from a biblical perspective until then have a great rest of your weekend have a wonderful lord's day and we will see you on monday and remember everyone in all that you do do it as unto the lord 